Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. I'm your host, Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, The Hill, The Washington Times, The Guardian, The Philadelphia Inquirer, and some others as well. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company. I have teamed up with Paychex, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits, and insurance services to bring you real-life advice from real-life business owners and industry experts. And in this podcast, we'll talk about the complexities of running a small business and how they're handling the challenges they face. My guest today is Justin McCallum. Justin is the owner of Justin McCallum Photography, where I think, Justin, you are based in New York, correct? Yeah, based in New York City. I'm a wedding event and portrait photographer. Right. And you go all over, right? I mean, wherever oh, the job please. takes you. Send me anywhere, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, okay. So you're a wedding photographer. You're, it's just you. Is that correct? I mean, do you have any employees? Do you just sort of subcontract out when you need help? Correct. I am the only full-time employee whatsoever. I have some subcontractors who are assistants and additional photographers who I'll bring onto shoots, but I am the only real employee. It's all me. Yeah, it's all you. So um, how long have you been doing this? I shot my first wedding just over 10 years ago, like last week, uh, which has been absolutely crazy. I mm. started out working in other small studios in New England and then branched out about six years ago, starting my own studio in New York City. And your business, this is pre-COVID, um, you know, mostly referral-based type of business? Referral and word of mouth absolutely brings the best clients that you can expect and the more people who are most committed. Uh, obviously, a lot of people have to advertise, and I do that as well, primarily among like industry leaders, such as The Knot and Wedding Wire, which recently joined and became Wedding Pro. Uh, Zola and A Practical Wedding are also great advertising sources. And then everybody has to do things with like sponsored posts on Facebook and Instagram. So it's all over the place trying to get in front of people's eyes. But primarily, I like to try and get as much from word of mouth. For yeah, sure. it's a very competitive thing. So you're, you're just you know, one guy that's out there. You're taking the jobs when you are. You're going wherever you, you can go to get the work, which is fine. You're getting your leads in from referrals, some advertising, some social media, which is all great. And I'm betting you were pretty busy up until COVID, like many people were. And then the you-know-what hits <laughs> the fan. <laughs> What happened? Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's been a huge, huge shift and just a completely different way to kind of approach life right now. Um, it's the first time that I've really had time to focus on myself and my business in a while, which has been positive. But I went from shooting anywhere between 25 and 40 weddings a year, additionally, anywhere between like 10 and 15 corporate events, to now I have shot two weddings this year. And feasibly, it looks like I have three more that are going to happen before the end of 2020. I have had almost a dozen clients who have completely rescheduled not only to 2021, but also some are looking at 2022, just because of the uncertainty of having large crowds gather again. And also with weddings, it's such an emotional event and such something that people dream about since they're children or they have this grand vision that if you are committing 18 months to planning an event and then all of a sudden everything changes people want to still have the event how they envision it so it's just been absolutely bonkers with everyone trying to figure out how to cope with that whether or not they're willing to compromise that vision whether or not they're willing to compromise also the health and safety of their guests so it's been a complete shakeup. 
I got to imagine like in this business though, and you've just said that, I mean, people put so much effort into it. It's a once in a lifetime. Well, hopefully it's a once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> not uh, always, but yeah. <laughs> not always. I, I'm betting that your book of work, you, you saw way more reschedulings as opposed to cancellations. So in other words, your the jobs didn't go away. They just, they just, they're getting pushed back. Is that, is that a fair statement? Yes. I'm, I've been incredibly grateful that almost all of my clients have just completely pushed off. A lot of them are in limbo right now, especially as many, especially in weddings in New York City happen in restaurants or they'll have a reception in a different location or anything like that. And they are unsure whether or not these locations are going to even be able to reopen, let alone when they'll be able to reopen. Um, So I'm very fortunate that I haven't really had many cancellations. It's also a huge shift of, I've had a bunch of clients who were unable to have the wedding that they planned on having on their original wedding date, but then have gone off still and just had a wedding either on Zoom with an officiant or something like that, or just having an officiant meet them in a park 20 feet away from them and they have a small ceremony of just themselves and a witness. When people are doing stuff on Zoom, are are you kind of cut out from that process or is the work still there for you? There is the possibility to work within that still. Um, I've always been offering to my clients that I'll try and work out whatever I can with you guys, especially me hanging out on Zoom for an hour is not anything additional for the most part, especially since it's already becoming such a small community event. I find that people are really taking things very insular and they don't want this person that they only met months ago, even though I really try and feel like a friend at a wedding, being involved in something so small uh, and intimate. Got it. So your situation is that the, you know, your work for the most part was pushed off, which, which as we're, we're talking right now in June of 2020, I bet you you're looking at late fall and into 2021. You're like, okay, you know, before you had issues filling up, you know, your backlog, right. Your, your book of work. And, the work is probably there and it's coming, which is good, but I, you know, you know, but you're in this situation where your income stream is pretty much dried up um, starting, I'm assuming in March. Is that the case? And what have you been doing to pay? The yeah. Sales? Goodness gracious. It's been definitely a huge, huge shift. Um, and it, I'm one of the people who is very lucky that all of my payments have been deferred to the future um, and not seeing cancellations. Um, I also have had the sad, conversation with colleagues and former clients and friends who they are getting full-on cancellations who are not only not going to be getting future money but are asking for deposits back which digs into our savings which is very unfortunate i completely understand where clients are coming from it is a unhappy situation for everyone in that case but for myself i am very fortunate that i had some money in savings i'm very fortunate that i can lean on my spouse I'm very fortunate that I have received some of the financial aid that the country has been slowly putting out there in forms of pandemic unemployment assistance. There's the EIDL, there's the protection program, a bunch of different options out there that have been very, very hard to come by, especially as sole proprietors. It's been a fight to be able to get anything. Um, I'm very fortunate that I am able to pay the bills right now. But I know so many of my other colleagues who especially just recently shifted into photography or events that have had to then find other jobs right now, which is incredibly difficult. One of my close friends in the industry just finally made the jump to being full-time in February in wedding photography. 
and then has sadly had to shift and take a random job now working at a hospital, which has been very fulfilling for her. However, it is something that she never expected to do, was never trained in, and is now, because she does not have any financial security otherwise, having to expose herself possibly to COVID daily. Are you, so you're dipping into savings. You're, you're did you, you, you mentioned some of the other sources of funding. What, what other federal funding have you dipped into or, or, or received? Unemployment, EIDL, paycheck protection? Yeah, I've been very fortunate to get the pandemic unemployment assistance, which is a variation on regular unemployment insurance. Uh, it had to be created basically for people like myself who are either sole proprietors or work in less traditional uh, situations within the gig economy and everything like that. So um, that has been a huge change. Um, it's some, I feel very, very fortunate. It's also the first time that I've gotten even a small like weekly paycheck for the right. first time since I really started my business. So that's been also just like a delightful change to have even a small amount of money that you can rely on weekly as opposed to having to completely hustle all the time and only know that money is coming in during the heavy wedding season. Even that being said, I applied immediately when I knew my last wedding had happened on like March 14th. I think I submitted the application on March 16th and then that didn't come through for six weeks. Uh, I have colleagues who still have not received the back payment or any payment from this and they're going on three months without any payments. So it's definitely a flawed system. I feel very lucky that somehow I found my way through it. Also, for someone who likes to put off their taxes, I had not filed my taxes yet, which uh, at the time of all this change. So the PPP and the EIDL were a lot harder to apply for given that, um, especially as people keep pushing, the IRS keeps pushing off the actual due date of taxes this year. It's encouraging people to not necessarily file quite yet, especially if they are worried that they're going to have to do any actual payments as opposed to getting a tax refund back. So that has been frustrating. So your unemployment is obviously that's been key for you. Um, and it's been key for a lot of independent business owners and freelancers. It's supposed to run out at the end of July. It, say it does. What, what impact would that have on you? It's honestly scary. Um, I'm very lucky that I've been trying to squirrel away as much of that as I can. However, even then, I'm looking at being able to subsist maybe another three or four months without going into severe credit card debt. Um, and that is also, I'm lucky enough to have a spouse that is currently employed right now that makes a good amount of money. So then we can try and subsist off of that. However, especially being in New York City, the cost of living is so, so high that it's really we're incapable of thinking about how we can possibly live in any way that we normally had just on nothing. Sure. What are you doing now with your days? I mean, is, am I right in saying that there's no work? I mean, everybody is still, you know, either sheltering <laughs> in place or there's no large events. So, you know. So it depends on if you're actually listening to the CDC and World Health Organization. <laughs> That's a big if. Yes, big if. Um, there is a lot of disagreement within the wedding and event community about whether or not that can happen. One of my good friends uh, down in South Carolina recently had to shoot a full wedding outdoors with 110 guests where there was no social distancing or anything that she did not want to be shooting. She would have never chosen to do that, but she was like, hey, 
I'm contractually obligated. I can't give them their money back. And she was like, at least I'm getting paid for this. Well, act that actually, that, that raised a really good question. I mean, um, you know, obviously, you know, states are reopening up and there is quite likely going to be situations where you are going to be asked to work and maybe you're not 100% comfortable with the job. Um, but then again, you need the money, right? So mm-hmm. what do you think you would do? It is truly, it's a horrible, horrible situation. Um, I am also in a household with people who have compromised immune systems. So that is something that's weighing very, very heavily on me. Um, We're trying to figure out what we possibly can do in those circumstances. I'm very fortunate that my next possible shoot that has not been postponed is not until mid-September. So I have a lot of time to plan and think that through. I think it will likely be a situation if I have to shoot that. I'm going to go in as much protective equipment as I possibly can. I am going to possibly invest in a hula hoop that is six feet wide so that I can just like tape that around my body to keep people away from me. I will look a fool. I don't really care as long as I am keeping myself and others safe as well. Um, Fair enough. And is this uh, project going to be, is it local or is it something you have to get on a plane for? Uh, Thankfully, that is very local. Um, I am able to at least drive to anything that I have coming up for the rest of this year. Um, Mm -hmm. That situation is actually thankfully mostly outdoors and within walking distance of my apartment so that will be a big plus um the uh, other weddings that i have later this year are all in the northeast thankfully and thankfully smaller weddings to begin with that's one of the biggest concerns that i think people are seeing right now is even if you can have 10 to 50 people in a room that is much smaller than people who are planning a 250 person wedding sure and some people are just pushing through and still planning that and still intending to do that and hoping that their venues allow for it. Uh, but I'm very fortunate that all of my weddings coming up later this year were already very small or an elopement style, or they're recognizing that they would have to have a lot of people traveling. So they're not de-inviting guests, but suggesting, hey, we love you very much. We're going to make these ways possible for you to watch online and we're going to have the photos available immediately we're going to invest in wedding videography so you can see everything um and then basically telling people we love you too much to have you risk yourself coming out for a big beautiful party right you know so in the end though um i mean you're going to have this judgment to make you know whether it's worth it or not you know and and i guess if you have to do it you'll probably do it, I guess. Is that, is that a fair statement? Yeah, I, my other biggest thing, I entered wedding photography in large part because it was something that I loved and I love connecting with people. And also my parents told me my entire childhood growing up how horrible their wedding photographer was. And I was like, well, I want to make something positive for people in that experience. I don't ever want to be that person who ruins a wedding day, like they experience sadly. So I never want to be that source of stress sure. for people. So I'm definitely going to follow through on all contractual obligations and try and make it as positive and cheerful an experience as possible. That just might mean that I have a homemade a face shield and I'm shooting exclusively with really long lenses from the corner of the room and making everything work as best I can. But yeah, I, that's the other thing that has been really scary. Contractually, people feel very obligated to do so. Also, because there is no clear understanding of whether or not everything related to COVID is force of government, force majeure, 
anything like that. We have no idea in the, our industry if we're lucky enough to even have a force majeure clause already in our contracts beforehand, if we're already protected by this force majeure clause, if it even applies. So right. it's been right. truly very, very difficult. I'm going to do everything I can to uphold everything I can for my clients and still have them have an amazing day. But I am, feel very fortunate that most people are pushing off and very lucky that people are actually caring more about their community than just an incredible day that is meaningful to them, but placing health and safety first and foremost. Final question, your takeaway from all of this. I mean, listen, there could be a second wave. There could be another pandemic. There could be something that causes another, quote unquote, unprecedented economic downturn. Uh, I mean, you're a young guy. You're going to be operating this business for a while. What, what did you learn from this downturn? I will say, first off, having the ability to actually save for your future is so, so important. I remember there was an article, I believe, in Market Watch years ago that became a meme for a while uh, about how you're supposed to, by the time you're 30, have saved like the equivalent of like two years of your income. That looks really good right now. We may have made fun of it at the time, but that is so necessary and everyone's kicking themselves. So I think having a really bold saving strategy is really, really great. Um, I personally also am trying to put more into really secure savings options um, with the, uh, the stock market totally in flux lately that is feeling less and less secure for me. So I've been trying to avoid that. And also I've just been very much trying to figure out ways to be creative in all of this. There have been people who try to do FaceTime portrait sessions, which are an incredible option. They're very difficult. Uh, I got to do some with fellow photographers. And even if you understand how to position a camera and lighting and everything like that, to take 10 good pictures takes 45 minutes on the phone. Uh, right. So I can't imagine what it's like with a layperson. Um, so that's very difficult, but trying to be creative and also really build trust in the community. One of the few things that was a saving grace for me is before all this truly started, I created a program with former clients and future clients as well, where they could pay in advance for a shoot for 50% off. Um, and they, if they paid up front, they would save a huge amount of money and then be able to do that shoot later. So yeah. that is very necessary to build a sense of trust with people and build a sense of community. And that helped me definitely for a few weeks to be able to subsist and pay my bills and get food on the table. You learn to get your money up front. Yeah, that makes oh, a lot yeah. of sense. <laughs> and so uh, helpful. Cash is king. Justin McCollum is the owner of Justin McCollum Photography, uh, based in New York, but will travel anywhere uh, to cover weddings and all sorts of different photography shoots. Justin, thank you so much for joining me. For more information about what we discussed today and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychex COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychex.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Again, Justin, thanks. You're awesome. I really hope your business picks up real soon. It will. I promise you it will. Greatly um, appreciate it. Yeah, you'll have enough cash in the bank and you know a little assistance from the government to see you through this. So uh, good luck to you. Thanks again for joining me and thanks everyone for listening. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.